Hello. Hi, Candace. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Hey everyone, welcome to the Hometown Fresh Podcast, the show that talks all things grocery, customer service, career development, and more. I'm Gracie, social media coordinator for Harps Food Stores, and I cannot wait for you to hear from our guest today. We've got some exciting things coming up. If you're tuning in for the first time, we're so glad you're here. Feel free to send any future questions or comments to the email linked in the description below. Today I'm going to be speaking with Candace Hinkle, longtime actress and former Harps commercial star making appearances in True Detective, Fatal Following, God's Not Dead 2, True Grit, and many more roles from throughout her career. Candace has appeared in over 30 movies, TV shows, and short films over the course of her acting career, including her most recent role in Mind Cage last year, which was actually filmed right here in the Fayetteville-Springdale, Arkansas area, and even features Old Main at the University of Arkansas. How are you today, Candace? Oh, I'm doing great, thank you. Awesome. Well, how was your week? Tell me a little bit about anything exciting you've done or well, anything new. Well, I explored a couple of new restaurants in our area, which were a lot of fun. That's one of the, the my New Year's resolutions. You know, I love my favorite places, but decided I was going to try some places new. And uh, they're having a wonderful production right now of the musical Titanic. It's a community theater, the Royal Theater in Benton. Uh, and so my husband and I drove down there last night and thoroughly enjoyed being in the audience and being entertained by fantastic voices. That's awesome. That is so fun. Do you have anything exciting planned for this weekend? Well, actually, I do. My little granddaughter is going to be in her first dance competition of the season. That's being held at the Springdale uh, Convention Center. And so my husband and I are going to drive up tomorrow. And this will be the first time we have ever watched her in person. We've always followed her on the iPad and enjoyed that. But this is the first time with COVID and all that we felt, um, you know, safe enough to make the trip to watch her in person. How fun. Well, that's so exciting. I love that. If you'd like, just go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll jump into your career a little bit and talk about your time uh, working with HARPS. Well, I was, uh, I'm was i a retired teacher. I taught kindergarten at the School for the Deaf here in Little Rock for 34 years uh, and loved doing that. And on the side, I was lucky enough to do theater here locally um, and uh, raise two children. My daughter went to school in Fayetteville and never came home. Consequently, we have to make that journey now uh, as often as we can because there's an eight-year-old we're really fond of. We like our daughter and son-in-law too, but that little one is just so precious to us. Sweet. Of course, the grandkids always come first, right? (laughs) Well, they're just amazing, and she's one that we waited on a long time, her mother, both I'm a breast cancer survivor, and my daughter is also a breast cancer survivor, and she was diagnosed early in her, you know, just didn't seem quite fair that she would get a diagnosis so early, and we just didn't think that she would have a baby, and we had accepted that, Mm -hmm. and then we got this little miracle baby, and we sure do like her. Sweet. Well, what is her name, can I ask? Her name's Piper. Oh, that is the sweetest name. Well, if Piper ends up listening to this, hello, Piper. Glad you're here. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked you up 
you're actually on IMDb, which is super cool. Um, and I really want to know what sparked your passion for acting. Is it something that you pursued or did it happen by chance? My high, you know, of course, everybody has to be in the senior play. And right. I had a wonderful time doing that. At the time, I graduated from Northside, but Northside didn't have anything, you know, there was no theater training there. But I enjoyed that. And then when I came to Fayetteville, I waited until my sophomore year, but then was cast in a show up there. And, you know, it was just something you did for fun. Yeah. Uh, then started my career teaching. And uh, when our children were little, back in those days, you just didn't have girls' nights. You know, you just didn't, you just stayed home and, and you know, you went out with your husband and friends like that. But yeah. you, there was never a little escape. And mm-hmm. when the summer my children were two, I just needed to get away a little bit and saw that they were auditioning uh, a show for the community theater here in Little Rock. Went and auditioned for that and was passed. Wow. And then the stage manager from Murray's Center Playhouse saw me do that show. And the artistic director from Arkansas Repertory Theater saw me do that show. And they both called me and uh, I went for auditions and just started working from there. My husband was the kind of person who was willing to take up the slack. You know, because it, there's quite a commitment when yeah. you sign up to do a show. It's usually about a two-month commitment. We agreed that I wouldn't do shows back-to-back during that time. But I've just been able to really enjoy, you know, my time working in theater. Yeah, that's awesome. So can I ask what your husband did? He was has retired. He was a pharmacist at Baptist Hospital. So his, you know, he was never interested in theater. That was my mm-hmm. hobby. But he loves to hunt Indian relics and meteorites. So he's been, you know, he's traveled all kinds of places to hunt meteorites. And I have absolutely no interest in rocks. <laughs> so, but we do have things that we enjoy doing together. So, but it works for us. Yeah, that is so cool. Um, so acting really, I guess, didn't start as a career for you. It just was something fun to do on the side. I love that. Yep. It's just something that I just enjoy. There's something about, of course, I enjoy comedy, uh, the, the laughter from an audience, you know, it's almost like a physical thing. You, you know, hit that joke and you hear the response and it kind of comes and hits your body and, mm-hmm. and there's just something about it that turns me on. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it's always great to be able to make people laugh. And if, if you can do that on a frequent basis, I'm sure that's amazing. Well, I was really lucky because women by age were, you know, didn't have people to back them up with childcare and other career as much as I did, because Jerry was really good to me, you know, mm-hmm. and that, so I was, and I was able to play older than my real age. Oh, so wow. I, I think I got lots of roles. And then as people retired, you know, and then had were available to work. I had a lot more competition, but um, sure was fun while it was happening. Interesting. So that role in Little Rock was your first role? The first professional role, yes. So have you ever had to use an accent for a role? Yes. <laughs> and the hardest accent for me is a New Jersey accent. Oh, my goodness. I had to do one for a show one time and it nearly killed me. 
I do real well with, uh, you know, like a Jewish accent and an English accent. Also, Australian's really hard. I'm not really good at Australian, but accents are fun. But somehow that New Jersey accent, I had the word coffee. And, uh, you know, that's, that was once I could say coffee, then I could kind of get into the accent. It just, you know, you just need a little key word to, to get you there. Right. No, that makes sense. So what accent do you think you're probably the best at? I do a pretty good Cockney. And of course, it, there are different kinds of Southern accents. I'm really good at, you know, anything that's what you call bluegrass. I can certainly pull that mm-hmm. one out. Just anything that the role puts out there, I'm willing to give it a try. That is awesome. That's very brave of you. Because if somebody puts me on the spot and asks me to do an accent, I probably would not be able to do it. Well, that's fun for me. (laughs) I love that. So then can you tell us a little bit about your first professional role? My very first professional role was at Murray Center Playhouse. Uh, And this is how green I was. I got a call to come for the audition. And I didn't know how to audition. So I got, I don't know if you remember who Irma Bombach is, but she wrote, she did little funny books. And so I got one of her books and just memorized a little section of it and presented that at the audition. And I'm sure it was the most bizarre audition (laughs) they had ever had, but they hired me. That's awesome. But later I certainly learned what I was supposed to do. Right. So I actually have no clue what you're really supposed to do. I just Googled Irma Bombeck um, (laughs) because I didn't know who she was. Can you explain to us what, I mean, when you're going into audition for a professional role, what is it that you typically have to do? So I want you to sing a few bars of a song if it's for a musical. Uh, Sometimes they give you sides to memorize to go in. Sometimes there are cold readings. They'll just hand you the script and ask you to read, you know, for different characters. Or sometimes you prepare a monologue that is suitable for any character that you would probably be good at portraying. Mm -hmm. Something that suits you personally. And then you present that. Right. So you had a pretty extensive acting career outside of the Harps commercials. Mm -hmm. But when you did audition... For the Harps commercials, what did you have to do for that? My agent is Yancey Prosser at the agency here in Little Rock. And he called me and said that Harps was looking for a character that would be sort of like the Where's the Beef lady. They were going to do a, a, a commercial as a take on, on that. And uh, so I went down there and there they had a, a script for me to read and I put that on tape and then the Harps people chose me to do that. And I think it was supposed to have only been one and done, but uh, the characters seemed to take off and I got to do several. And, you know, it's funny because I never saw any of those commercials because they did not play in my area. What? You haven't seen any of them? Well, I looked on YouTube, and there are a few of them on YouTube. So I, yes. Sorry, but I certainly had a good time doing that. Yeah. So I actually, I was born in 01, which is around the time that those commercials were being filmed and aired. And I'm fairly new to Harps. I started in March of last year. And so lots of times I will go through our server and look at old ads and things like that just to get an idea of how marketing has changed and grown and what I can do to reach people. And I was going through 
some of our files and it said WTB. And I said, what is this? And it said commercials. I clicked on it and there was like 20 MP4 files, videos. I was like, what on earth? I clicked on it and there's you. And it was like, where's the butcher? And there was like 20 of them. I'm not even kidding. And they were like, you haven't seen those? That's the butcher lady. And I was like, oh, this is so fun. I said, why aren't we posting these? And they were like, I don't know. It was it was commercials that aired a long time ago. We just haven't touched them. So I've been trying to do Throwback Thursdays and post some of them to Facebook and to YouTube even so that people can go back and watch them. So I will try to get the rest of them out there if, you, if you're interested oh, in looking at that's them. That's really fun. That would be fun for me. I still have the costume. I, you know, when you do, you do a commercial, you take your own clothes for them to pick it from. Mm-hmm. And there was a debate when we decided to do a second one if they should choose another outfit. And we talked about it. And I said, if she's going to represent the store, you know, maybe she should kind of be like Ronald McDonald and wear the same thing every mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So that's what we did. And I still have the little hat, which is minus a few of its feathers, but I still got the whole gear. I had fun with her. That is amazing. Yeah. So I actually, when I was watching back and going through these commercials, I was watching them in chronological order and I actually watched you develop the character. So she changed a little bit from kind of grumpy, where's the butcher to a happy, cheery, like the employees know her. And, and then she has a little side romance with the butcher even, I think. Yes, we had fun with that. (laughs) So cute. And I actually have the audio from, I think the first commercial, if you'd like to listen to it. Oh, that'd be so fun. All right, here we go. Where's the butcher? Where's the butcher? Where's the butcher? I don't think there's anybody back there. While others have their meat shipped from a warehouse halfway across the country, Harps and Price Cutter prepare fresh USDA choice beef every day. And we're happy to custom cut your meat just the way you like it. Where's the butcher? You can find the butcher at Harps and Price Cutter. So that was the first ever commercial. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I love it. And then later on, on this episode, I have another one where you sound a lot cheerier. And so we'll listen to that one, too, and we'll just see the progression. Okay. Um, So I love that. So what was your favorite part about playing that role? She was just fun. It was never the same. I never knew what I was going to get to do when I came up. And for me, it was a little vacation, you know. I just always had a good time doing it. Yeah, that's awesome. So while you were filming these commercials, I guess you lived in Little Rock and the commercials weren't airing where you lived. But did you ever have anyone come up to you and say, hey, are you are you the butcher lady? Like, did anyone ever recognize you in public? Well, sometimes it was really fun to be in costume and go through a drive-thru, you know, to get a coat or something. And to have people recognize me, that was fun. But uh, my mother lived in Fort Smith at the time, and we did a lot of back and forth, you know, visiting her and caring for her. Uh, And we were at Cracker Barrel in Alma one time having dinner, and, and I wasn't in costume. And the waitress recognized me, and she said that she knew it was me from my voice, which just shocked me. Wow, that's cool. I thought so. Yeah. You have grandkids now, and... I do. I've seen some photos. They are precious. Uh, Have they seen any of the old Harps commercials? I told my daughter that there were, you know, some of those on the internet. Now, whether she's Sheldon Piper or not, I don't know. My other grandchildren, 
saw all my shows when I was working. I made sure that they get, were really exposed to a lot of theater and that sort of thing. None of my, now Piper likes to dance, but I don't think she'll be an actor. My other ones would <laughs> say, mm, we like to watch. We don't want to do it. Really? Uh, but that's fine too. We need good people in the audience. Oh, for sure. For sure. And you need the camera people and the sound people and all of those things. Absolutely. And so maybe they'll end up being in behind the scenes theater. You never know. So have they watched you in any of your other performances, like other TV shows or movies? I, I think they've all seen True Grit. You know, they're just not, this is just my thing. You know, they're, right. they're not really impressed with anything I do. What? They don't see their grandma well, on know, TV and just think it's the coolest? I don't think they do. I don't think that's, you know, I don't, I don't think it's, it's, that's just what I do. That's just what they accept. I'm nothing special. You know what I mean? Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, that's funny. Are you still actively taking roles? I would love to. Recently, with the past five years, my husband has had an illness. He was diagnosed with leukemia and we've had a real hard time keeping him well. So You just can't, you know, I just can't make those commitments. But uh, he is currently in remission. We spent a long, some long, hard times at MD Anderson. And then with Mm -hmm. the help of UAMS here, he's in remission. And our quality of life is so much better that I'm able to take small roles, movie roles, if they come my way. But I just haven't felt secure enough to accept a, a theater role. And of course, that's what I really love. Right, right. So you prefer theater to TV? Well, I like the live audience. That's what feeds me. But I love doing movies and commercials. I think that's so much fun. And it, you have such a much shorter time and you're done. Right. But I like the rehearsal. I like really studying, you know, the roles and the interaction with people mm-hmm. where is with movies and with commercials I mean you you've got to be ready to go and make your choice split you know in a split second and nail it and if I don't like it you've got to be able to switch it and make that director happy now I am fortunate enough that I do standardized patient work for UAMS and do patient simulations for the medical students there. I'm the stroke queen. Anytime they're training stroke, they call me up. And, you know, I have other roles that I get to play for them. And so that's fun. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that I get to do, even though I'm not on the stage. Right. Well, that's really cool. I'm so sorry to hear about your husband, but I'm glad that he's in remission and hopefully you'll have more time to take on some more roles if that's something that you'd like to do. Well, I would like that very, very much. Of course, now I'm telling you these birthdays are adding up. They're (laughs) adding up and and it takes an incredible, you know, you got to be in shape and have lots of energy to to do theater work. Mm -hmm. So I've had my turn and I should be happy you know, satisfied with what I got to do and let somebody else have a turn. But <laughs> doggone it, I'm greedy. I want to do it. I understand. Hey, I think that gung-ho attitude will take you so far. And that's probably why you've gotten as many roles as you have. So <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's a great characteristic to have. Thank you. The patient simulation. I have a friend actually that is going to the University of Arkansas right now. And she is a theater 
appreciation major. I don't I don't remember exactly. I might have butchered that. But she's in theater and she takes on roles all the time. And one of the things she does as a side hustle is she does the patient simulation. And that was the it's first... a lot of fun. Yeah, she said that she loves it. Um, and that was the first time I'd ever even heard of that being a thing. So that's really cool. Well, and UAMS is one of the big leaders in the country. They It started there way back when. And now just you can go anywhere and it's really a, a boon to students. And then they get so nervous, you know, and our feedback to them is not what they've done right or wrong. It's how they made us feel in the um, encounter. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, and it gives them an option to practice those hard things like giving bad news and answering hard questions. And you want a doctor or a nurse or any type of healthcare professional who's going to make you well, but you also want one who's going to make you feel good. Yeah. So that's a, a real big part of their education right now. Yeah, absolutely. Are there any funny behind-the-scenes stories that you can share with us? Anything well, crazy uh, that ever happened during a role? Well, for Harps, they were doing some type of thing, and I think it was at the Springdale Convention Center. And it was like, you know, you could go around and it was open to the public and they could get little freebie things. And they let me come in and I was at a table in my costume. You know, I was being the harps lady and and signing things. And this man came up to talk to me. And, you know, I was giving, I had this spiel that I had made up and we were, you know, I was telling how wonderful harps was and why, you know, all this. And then. After I had done it and signed my autograph and handed me handed him his picture, he said, "Well, he was one of the CEOs." I nearly died. I was so embarrassed. Oh goodness! That I had no idea that he was one of the important people. Oh no! Well, I mean, I'm sure you did a great job. You're just there advocating for harps, so that's so funny. Well, and you know what? I I enjoyed representing harps. Uh, we did so many of the local. You know, the shoots were actually in the stores themselves. And um, I was always impressed with that. So it felt good to represent them. Mm-hmm. So did you ever have customers or employees looking at you funny when you were filming a commercial? I, we did, but I enjoyed that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, there's a lot of standing around when you're doing a commercial. So you get a lot of looks people wondering, of course, the outfit was not fashionable at the time. <laughs> so people were looking me up and down, not knowing what in the world I was doing. Yeah, that's hilarious. Going off of harps real quick, just in general, what was your favorite role that you ever accepted? Oh, gee, that is so hard to say. I was lucky enough when Steel Magnolias first came out, Arkansas Repertory Theater uh, was the first regional theater that did a production of that. And I was cast as Weezer. So I got to do Weezer before there were any expectations of the role. Nobody had ever seen it. Now, Steel Magnolias is a period piece. Yeah. And people who have seen the movie know every single line, and the audience will say your punchlines before you get to say them. Oh, wow. And everybody expects to see. Sherlyn McLean, you know what I mean? And there are words, I mean, there are lines in the movie that are not in the original script. And people are annoyed, you know, well, why didn't you say this line? But I got to create my Weezer before I had any outside influence. And that's always been a, I really like that. And a 
as I've aged, well, the most fun I ever had in theater was the year I turned 40. I got to do Music Man, and I played Eulalie uh, Shin, who was the mayor's wife, and she was so fun to do, and it was such a fun cast, and just had such a good time that I always say that's my favorite ever. Yeah, that's cool. I also like the role of in Driving Miss Daisy. Playing Miss Daisy is a really fun role for me, which is not a you know fully comedic role, which is kind of a change for me. Right. But I've enjoyed that role, too. Yeah, that's a cool role, though. Yes, it is. I really enjoy her. And there yeah. again, I can pull out my stroke queen skills <laughs> for Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah, we might have to see that if that's out there. Anyway. Oh, it, it's a good one. You said you like to do roles that make people laugh, but I I did go and watch an episode of Crew Detective. Yes. And because I saw that you were in it, so me and my coworker went and watched it, and you did such a good job, first of all. Thank you. Thank you. And second of all, that was a very serious role, so how did you feel about playing that part? I think your character's name was Your memory is better than mine. Everybody said you were such a racist in that role. And I just felt like that little lady was just, you know, just so nervous to have the police in her house. Yeah. You know, questioning her about these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there again, that was that was just so fun to do. And those professional actors that were in from out of town were so lovely to me. And, you know, it's just a treat when you get to do something like that. Yeah. But I love Mahershala Ali. He was the kindest thing and was very complimentary of Arkansas. That is awesome. That's so cool. Do you ever feel starstruck meeting famous actors or are you just like, this is just part of the job? Here they are. Well, you try to act like it's just part of the job. One of the funny stories when I was filming Come Early Morning with Ashley Judd. They, you know, they picked us up at our trailers in a Escalade, which I'd never ridden in an Escalade. This has been years ago. Mm-hmm. And so I was impressed by the car. Anyway, she and I were in the back seat and she had her assistant, which was, she introduced as her friend, but he had a gun. So he was her bodyguard, and okay. which I thought was fascinating. And they drove us to sit, which was um, a retirement home. And they had allowed the residents to stand, you know, outside and watch what was the filming. Uh-huh. And so we were arriving and they were saying talent walking, you know, and yeah. letting us come in. And all the little old people had seen me and knew me from, what you know, coming to Murray's Dinner Playhouse. And they were saying, oh, there's Candace Eagle. She's a Murray's Dinner Playhouse. They had no idea who Ashley Judd was. And I just thought it was so funny. Here they had access to a star and they were responding to me. And I'm the one that they wanted to sign their little papers and things. That is so, crazy. Uh, it, you know, it's just all in what you're familiar with. Yeah. So what was it like meeting Ashley Judd? She was lovely. You did not speak to her or talk to her until you spoke with her friend first. And then once you were cleared by her friend, and it's always my policy to just let them make the first move. You know, I I don't ever want to intrude on anybody. But she had two dogs and just thought it was so interesting. One dog was naughty. 
and one dog was good. So she had a, an assistant to sleep with the naughty dog, and she slept with the good dog, oh. which I thought was hilarious. You know, that's just so far out of my life. I would never have, have anybody sleep with my animals for me. Yeah. But we would have, she was definitely a star. And she had, uh, we would hold up shooting sometimes so her dogs could be brought to set or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, but she was lovely to me when we were working together. We had a good time and I thought our scenes turned out really well. Yeah. So now that we're talking about this, I'm curious, who in your eyes is the most famous person you've ever worked with? Oh, well, the Cohen brothers were the ones that I just fell at their feet. Because I had admired their, their movies, and when I got to work with them, it was, to me, the, the highest level I could have achieved ever. You know, that was really a dream come true. Yeah. And they are just genius, you know. There's just genius in them, and that was a biggie for me. I just love their whole body of work. You know, they've just done such wonderful things. Uh, I think Over the Where Art Thou is just one of my favorite films as ever. I think they're amazing. And it's so interesting to watch the brother dynamic, you know, of them working together. That was fun to observe. When you're auditioning with a famous actor or something like that, it's the energy that they bring. They, It's like Mahershal Ali has such an inner energy. I mean, he doesn't put out much, but it, this, this just comes out of him. And those professional, professional people, you know, who make it up there seem to have something that's special. You know, what can you say? It's just that exchange of energy that's so special to me. Absolutely. So did any of your kids ever get into stuff like that? Or this is 100%? Nope. Your thing? Nope. <laughs> I took my kids to enter, uh, to you know, audition for A Christmas Carol when they were little. Uh-huh. You know, I thought, oh, they'll love this. Nope. <laughs> they, either one of them, they were never doing that again. You know, and um, now my son's a fabulous dancer. When they were little, I put them both in dance so I could just be rid of them for a little bit, you know. So, mm-hmm. And then my daughter put her in T-ball when he played so they could go together. And... Uh, he turned out to be the one who really enjoyed dance, and she turned out to be the athlete. She played basketball and ran cross-country all through high school. Uh, and my son, one of his jobs in high school was teaching cotillion, and he is real, still to this day popular with all the ladies at parties because <laughs> he's such a good dancer. So, you, you know, you just never know what kids are going to like to do, so you just got to let them try anything and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Unfortunately, my brother and sister, they're twins. They're 18. They both got the athletic genes and I got all of the artsy fartsy creative, (laughs) you know, like I could never go for a run. I would look like a crazy person. Trust me, athletics is the farthest thing from my mind ever. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's just always funny to me to see how that turns out because, you know, we were all raised the same. As I'm exactly. sure your kids were, and they just yes. find their own way. Had the same opportunities right there, everything just alike. Uh-uh. Completely yeah. different people. Yeah. That's just so amazing to see. I love it. So your hobby is acting. What does your husband like to do? You said he likes collecting Indian... Artifacts. 
Yes. You know, he loves all that. And meteorites, that's his, he just loves that. So he's traveled to places like Australia and Sweden, all kinds, you know, just all over looking for meteorites. When there's a fall, he and he has a friend, his partner, they'll, you know, research it and hop an airplane and go come back with some space rocks. Yeah. That's so cool. So does he have his own telescope at home that he'll use to look for stuff? Or? He has one, but not for that particular, you know, thing. He, it's mostly reports of falls. And and there's a whole community, of course, out there in the world who figure out all the radar. And there's a lot of math involved. And where's the strewn field? And, you know, how, how fast was it going? You know, all that math stuff that just boggles my mind. Yeah. That, that turns him on. Uh, not me so much. No, thank you. Yeah, that is so cool. What types of things do you guys like to do together? Well, we since Jerry has been ill and with COVID, you know, we uh, are really restricted on what we can do. But one thing that we do is we just like to get in the car and drive Arkansas. We've just been everywhere. We just love to go the back roads. We've certainly enjoyed doing that. Absolutely. I also love doing that, especially in the fall when the foliage is just all pretty colors. It's so fun. We love that. And of course, I love it when it's just when the jungles start coming up. Oh, my goodness. I love that. When it just starts getting green. There, there's not a season that we don't like. So have you guys driven the pig trail before? I'm just curious. Oh, absolutely. We have many, many times. I love it. I actually, I had never been on it and my boyfriend lives in Charleston. And so, and I'm from Mountain Home, Arkansas. So we were going from Charleston to Mountain Home and we took the pig trail and I was like, this is gorgeous. Why have I never been on here? We love driving that. Just love it. So I'm going to circle back to the Harps commercials just really quick. Okay. Would you like to listen to one of the later ones where you sound a little bit more cheery? Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Man, are you in a little bit of a hurry? Oh, yes. I'm having a dinner party tonight, and I've got to get to the butcher for some special cuts. Didn't you know this is a 25-mile-per-hour zone? No. Did you know one of the few places to find the butcher is at Harps and Price Cutter? I'll give you an escort. For emergencies or any occasion, Harps and Price Cutter will be happy to special cut any meat just the way you like it. So that was actually one of my favorites. I just thought it was so funny. And I, do you remember recording that one? I think I did. Was I behind it? Was I pushing the cart and running across a road? Yes. So there's one where you're pushing a cart and you're running across a road. And then there's another one where you're chasing after a police car because he's escorting you to harps oh my goodness oh i remember uh <laughs> the one crossing the street because my goodness dude, we were dodging real traffic i didn't stop or you know hold anything and it was uh it was quite an adventure you were actually so did anybody actually honk at you well, I don't remember that part, but there was no, you know, stopping for filming or uh, we were just shooting whenever we could get in between the traffic. Oh, my gosh. Was there and any... it was a busy street. <laughs> yeah. Was there any point that you were like, hey, guys, maybe this is not the best idea? Well, I was a little nervous, trust me. 
Oh, my goodness. And you didn't have a stunt double either. That is so impressive. Oh, heavens no. (laughs) (laughs) Heavens no. Oh, wow. Yeah, that one, I got to tell you, when I found the Where's the Butcher commercials, we were cracking up at that one of you running across the street because I just was sitting there thinking, I wonder if she actually did that. And you did. So I did. And I was trying to save my life when I was doing it. So it's really, really. <laughs> that is amazing. The commitment to the role is so impressive. Yeah. The the... We do for money. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. So the one we just listened to is there was a cop. And actually, I want to know who the cop was. I tried to figure out his name and I couldn't quite find it, but he just looked so excited to see you and to escort you to Harps. And I just thought it was the best. I always had, I never disliked any of the people I got to work with. Everybody was always so fun. That is awesome. I'm glad to hear it. I do want to know about the development of, you know, the flirting with the butcher and kind of developing that relationship. Whose idea was that and how was that developed? I think it just came about as we were shooting it. You know, uh, I think he was just a real fun guy at the time. And, you know, he was an actual employee. Uh, He wasn't a hired, you know, a hired actor at all. And we were just playing around. And I guess that's what they decided to use. Yeah. Well, there's actually, there's an episode, I think, where you get his face on a cake and then take it to him for his birthday. Um, and then there's another one where you're with your girlfriends and you're like, oh, our company's going to be here soon. And uh, you hear the door ring and then you go to the door and it's like the butcher guy that you've been flirting with. And then some of his buddies, too. And just a whole bunch of Harps butchers flood into your house. And I'm like, Holy. oh, great. I don't even remember that one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I know. I'm pro- It's probably been so long and I'm kind of drawing it all out but I've really just been into it lately and I just think it's the funniest thing and so I didn't know if it was something that was written in or this all just kind of came about as as you went I think it was a lot of it was improv yeah and then they you know moved the storyline along yeah well that is so funny well is there anything else that you want to share about your time working with harps or even another role that you that you got to play that you really loved I just really appreciated the opportunity of for working with Harps. It was, you know, that came to me. I think I had been, I had just, you know, finished doing chemo and that sort of thing with my breast cancer. And that was one of those things that just kind of brought me along to let me know that I was a survivor and I was still in the game. Yeah. And so I've always been really appreciative of that time in my life. Absolutely. Well, I am so impressed with you, honestly. You and your daughter and Jerry, I can tell that you all work really hard and you like to have a good time. So, um, Well, we do. I appreciate that, honey. Absolutely. It's been fun to, you know, watch you on Facebook and it looks like you guys have a good time and it's been good talking to you today, too. Thank you. I wish that Butcher and I could have a reunion because yes. we sure had fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, maybe that's something we can get set up. That would be super fun. All right. Well... I'll let you get on with the rest of your afternoon. I really do appreciate you. You're more, the time more to talk. than welcome, honey. I enjoyed it. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, it's been a pleasure today, Candace. Thank you so much for joining us and for giving us some personal insight into your experience with the Harps commercials and just your acting experience as a whole. It's been great getting to talk to you and hear some of your fun stories 
If you're still here listening today, thank you so much for tuning in and tune in next time. Don't forget to subscribe to the Hometown Fresh channel and check the description below for more information and helpful resources related to this episode.